this is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 691, Risky Haircuts. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty. And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your world of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello. I am here. How are you doing? I'm here. <laughs> you are factually here. It was. It's and, been. And... Yeah. It's. It, it's. It's been a busy few days. I ended up having to get a car because mine decided not to pass emissions, and it would cost more to fix it than it's worth by a good amount. And you know. We're about ready to move, and that increases my commute. And I kind of need a car that's not going to break down in the middle of the road. So we spent most of the day Saturday at the dealership trying to get the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, that threw off all my car now. I have a new, yeah, I have a car. It's it's a used car. It's basic, but you know, it's it's pretty. It's blue. I like blue, and it'll do the job. Alliance blue? Kinda. It's a little darker than the like Alliance blue, but it's still pretty blue. It's pretty. But I was fortunate they were able to work make that work. The timing of it sucks with having to move and everything, but it had to be done. And apparently my car just decided it needed to be done now. So that is a thing that happened, which means my show got out really late last night. Or really early this morning, depending on where you live, but I'm here, and I'm awake, and I have caffeine. <laughs> Caffeine's good. Caffeine's very good. I mean, for some people, at least. That's true. That's true. Well, we also have with us a Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing, bud? I hurt everywhere. Oh, hurt? <laughs> I spent most of my weekend digging to get, um, my, to, 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 uh, like, get my garden in order. And it is now in oh. order, but like it was, it was a lot of digging, and a lot of having to move my my family's like I, I think ninety pound dog out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, serious, you gotta move. And like he's older, so sometimes you had to help him up, and he wasn't willing to move some of those times. So you can imagine how that went. It went poorly, Spinning. is how that went. <laughs> but garden's all done now. I'm just gonna let stuff grow. It'll be fine. Nothing edible. It's all just flowers. And it's all Manitoban flowers, so in theory, I'll have to do very little. That's good. It's the best kind of garden for me. The one where I don't have to do much. Yeah. I'm hoping to grow some rhubarb soon. You can just... I have rhubarb in my house. Okay. I'll cut something I off. St- so you can I, I still have your Christmas present, so you know. What? That. 
You you know it's June, right? Yes. Do, do you know what happened in, in January and February? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I haven't been outside the house since March. But but Christmas isn't is December. I know. I know. I mean, you could do the whole Christmas in July thing. I mean, that's a thing. Medros, if it makes you feel any better, I still have one of my friend's Christmas presents in my house. It does. Thank you. <laughs> it makes me well, feel a lot better, actually. To be fair, we are... Historically, we are bad at exchanging Christmas presents. Like our whole Christmas present tradition started because we were bad at it. Like one year, I decided to get him something. He didn't know we were present people, so he didn't get me anything. <laughs> so the next year, I was like, "Okay, well, we're not present people, so it'll be fine to not get him something that this year." And then he got me a present. So now we 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 take turns getting each other presents every year. That's our tradition. And we normally don't exchange them until, like, usually April or May. So I'm not that late compared to the normal sh- to, compared to the normal schedule. So it's fine. Whatever works for you. Exactly. <laughs> All that matters is what works for those who are doing the exchange. Yep. Anyway, that's enough Christmas talk. Allie, what did you get up to in WoW well, this week? We need to know how Medros is doing first. Didn't we? I thought he went, I thought he talked about that. I remember. Oh no! This uh, that was during the pre-show. <laughs> uh, well, I am feeling fine. Uh, I feel somewhat attacked, but otherwise, I'm feeling fine. What? Why would that be, Medros? Because uh, I volunteered stupidly for to retribute in your little game of dungeon bosses. And My little game of dungeon was bosses. attacked severely. <laughs> Hey, at least at least you were alive at some point, dude. I didn't even take a hit. Yeah, but you were still alive. I I was not true. Although I did have an ability named after me, and that's a good feeling. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And that was like that fight was about me. It's like I use you as an ability or something. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Is Manny here? Well, maybe we got some Manny. He's on the fight. <laughs> I had a, I had a good laugh with that one. That was good. They were all good. It was it was a really fun episode to do. Anybody who hasn't heard it should probably listen to it. Go go listen to the latest episode of Dungeon Fables. Not now. Like finish listening to this show. Yeah. Like wait till you've done this one. Uh, but as I said on Twitter, uh, Ali, I'm, I'm I'm very proud of you for how well you've done and how. Uh, you've overcome many obstacles thrown in your way by life to keep doing an awesome show. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. And I'm envious every week of how, how, how well you do. So, Well, thank you. Anyways, uh, how was your weekend? Wow, I mean, I, I, I'm sure nothing important happened, right? Oh, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, just... Nothing, 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 nothing of nothing note. We're nothing worth. We can pass it over. We can, we can just gloss over the entire section of the show, right? No. Well, I mean, there is this one thing. Yep. I don't know if like Toasty wants to be the one to say it, or if I should say it. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. AOTC! <laughs> We did it. <laughs> it was it was pretty exciting. That was definitely the highlight of the week. I was dead at the end. Toasty, were you dead too? Shockingly, I wasn't. Okay, I remember which is trying weird to throw, for a progression boss, right? Like I remember, I was in my angel form and I was trying to throw you heals, and then at the end, I just was just kind of done. Like at that point, I didn't remember if you were alive or not. I was I was just barely alive. Watching the VOD, I was pretty close to death when yeah, we killed him. Everyone was. It was it was definitely a close one. But uh we did it, which was pretty great. I mean, admittedly this week, because of how offline is going between packing and cars and podcasting and whatnot, I, I've only raided this week, which made me really sad. I had all these other plans and all I had a chance to do was raid, but that was pretty great to get AOTC done already and get the mount. And it felt good. It felt good. And then my guild was able to kill a couple bosses they haven't killed before. Granted, thanks to borrowing people from 
failing some nod to do so, but <laughs> that was a progress for them, which always feels good. Hey, the details don't matter. It's just the fact that you did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so good stuff in Ray this week. It's awesome. Very cool. Anything else for you to see this week, or is it just the rating stuff? Um. Well, yeah. It was. It was primarily the rating stuff. Like, like Alex said, I got we got AOTC, and and Azoth decided to drop literally none of the things that he drops for me. So got some artifact. Got some, you know, of the the Azeroth power, which you know is something I desperately need at this point. Right at this point in the expansion, I need to level up my heart of Az. No, I don't. Like not at all. <laughs> Saved my bonus roll for nothing. Um, hopped onto the alpha for a bit. Um, restarted Revendreth because like, it's been so long since I've gone into the alpha and done something besides Torghast that I kind of forgot where I was in Revendreth. And I figure like, I want to approach it from the proper state of mind and trying not and not trying to remember what I have done already. What I had done already. So I did the. I started over again, and I got to just after where I left off last time, and I I dig it so much. I love that zone. It's so great. Um, I also uh, created a character for both Arnenweald and Meldraxxus just to take it a quick take a quick look around. I did initially intend to actually play through those zones, um, but. I was also very tired this weekend. Physical labor in the sun will do that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, my one attempt on Saturday to start playing in Ardenweald resulted in me falling asleep at my desk. At which point I decided, you know what, maybe I'll just go to sleep. And, and then I sat down and watched Fast and the Furious instead. Because, you know, logic. Um... But yeah, uh, obviously the AOTC was the big part of my week. Did a little bit of alpha, but yeah. What about you, Medros? What did you get up to with WoW stuff? Um, I spent a bit of time in Bastion. Um, just uh, doing some questing and seeing what the zone was like. Um, made characters for all the other uh, zones to eventually get around to them. Um, I think it was Gothmed. And Arden Med, I think. I can't remember. That works. No, Maldra- no, no, no Draxus Med or Mald Med? No. Not yet. Uh, no, that was the one I made for us to do Torghast, wasn't it? No, the one you made for Torghast was Paladin's Rock. Oh, right. No, but I also made another character. When I was really trying to do a Paladin. Maybe? I don't know. Paladin's Rock is a Demon Hunter. Yeah. For the thing that never happened. Yeah, sure. You can, you can delete the, the 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 stuff from the Discord all you want. I can just tweet it out. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, I really don't know what you're talking about. If you just continue to deny it, I will just tweet it out. <laughs> Can't curate my Twitter. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Maybe not yet. Not ever. yet. What is this yet business? So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess it's time to move on to our first, uh, uh, our first, uh, ad, I guess. Uh, our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of my name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from most of the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko is one that I'm actually surprised I didn't do f- before now, and I think my co-hosts are also rather surprised that I didn't. Uh, do this before now, um, but it's uh, it's another Pokemon. It's uh, Pichu. Wait, 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 wait. You like Pokemon? You know, I, I know it's hard to believe, but yeah, I do have a, I had a, no a idea. fandom for f- Pokemon that's been developed over the last few years. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yes, this is, this is a really cute Pokemon um, and a really cute Funko Pop. I, I was really happy to see how they did this one. Uh, I actually know somebody who has all of the Funko Pops, and uh, it, it looks really cool. Uh, so definitely check this out, uh, or any any of the other ones they have. Go to bit.ly slash FunkoATA, check out their online shop, and use Shop10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash FunkoATA, and use Shop10 to save 
I want to thank Funko for their support of the show. Alright, so what's coming up this week in WoW? So this week we've got the Pet Battle bonus event running from the 16th until the 22nd. And on, su- on Sunday, that's the 21st, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, on Sunday, June 21st, we've got the Midsummer Festival starting, and that runs until July 5th. And that's it. Okay, is it me, or does it really feel like we don't put a lot of events in WoW these days? Like, it feels like we have around, like, five things a week to having, like, one or two. Well, before it was, like, the mini holidays were adding a lot, and I... I mean... These are like bon- dungeon bonuses and PvP ones and well, the, all kinds of stuff happening. Well, the PvP ones happen every other week. Okay. And the dungeon stuff, that's just on rotation with the weekly quest thing. I think yeah. part of it, too, is just because this is normally the quieter time in WoW. It's summer. Like When it starts, when, when it starts getting colder outside, uh, that's usually when the mini events and all that, from what I remember anyway, tend to ratchet up. Okay. But yeah, that's that's what we got. To look, that's what we have to look forward to this week in WoW. So uh, on to our first news topic then, uh, and that is that Activision Blizzard has pledged four million to fight against systematic inequality. Um, there is a message sent out by the official Activision Blizzard account, and they said, "Grounded in our values of excellence and inclusion, we are proud to support efforts focused on educational access and opportunity." CEO Bobby Kotick announced yesterday his $1 million donation to support the United Negro College Fund, the Equal Justice Initiative, and Management Leadership for Tomorrow, along with a $1 million personal pledge and a $1 million pledge from Activision Blizzard to match employee donations, with a goal of raising over $4 million for the organizations. We are honored to join them in providing transformative opportunities in black to black Americans and fighting against, a system, fighting against a systemic inequality. There was, okay, there's a lot of reaction to this online. Um, a lot of it negative that I've seen. Um, basically calling out Activision Blizzard for their mishandling of the, the Blizzchung situation and how they, quote, don't have any right to uh, attach themselves to this issue without repairing things from that issue. Um, I feel like this is kind of a situation where a company can't not do anything and yeah. some companies just can't do anything. Um, and I don't know what the answer is, but I don't feel like what is happening right now is an answer that is acceptable. Um, what what do you guys think about this? Like, what what is your impression of this situation and, and how it reflects on them as a company? Um... Well, first of all, you know, I don't, I don't fault people for calling Blizzard out in in terms of the Blitz Chung incident. Like, it was a situation that absolutely needed needed them to be called out, and you know, the community calling out them out resulted in some positive things happening out of that. You know, in in terms of. Uh, the relaxing of some of the punishments dealt out and whatnot. I don't, and by all means, you can continue to call out Blizzard for for doing that. What like how how that whole incident was dealt with was I felt like a pretty uh, pretty strong case of uh, them screwing up royally, <laughs> and they need and. And entities need to be reminded of that so that they, that mistake doesn't get made again. But you know, you, you can you can yell and scream at them all you want about how they treated about how they dealt with that. I it doesn't stop this what they've done this four million dollar pledge. It doesn't stop it from being a good thing. Like you can absolutely you can absolutely applaud them for doing what they did with this with this uh, pledge and still call them out. It, it's, it doesn't have to be an either or situation, and I don't understand why the internet feels it has to be an either or situation. And I get the other point of view where we see a bunch of companies uh, attaching themselves to this movement and throwing money at some of the different organizations and people people looking at it as just another PR move 
and while I won't disagree that a lot of that that that's that, that's at least a small portion of this was indeed for the PR. It, it wasn't all that. There have been plenty of companies out there who have made no such statements, and only or some or some companies that only made statements tell there were a large number of people yelling at them as to why they hadn't made a statement. So, uh, I mean, as with as with the Blitzchunk thing, my feelings on this are complicated and it's and not easy to sum up, but. Uh, I can criticize and applaud them for, uh, for for those these two different scenarios is, bas- is basically what I want to get at. Ali, what do you, what do you think of all this and the criticism they've been getting? It's hard because what happened with Blitzchung it happened. Yeah, they screwed up. They admitted, and that's good. I'm glad they did something. They could have been like other companies and just made a statement and just, you know, give it lip service. But they actually are taking some action and putting money at it. This company who has kind of been showing us over the last year or so that, or two years or whatever, that, you know, money is important. They put some money to it and I think it'll be put to good use. And so I think that's great. I would like to see them do more. And I'm hoping they're going to. There is this tweet where they shared that this is just a start. There's more to be done to back our words of support. And we'll share more as time goes on. So I want to see what else they're thinking about doing. You know, how else they can make a positive change and be a part of a positive change. It's hard to really know how to handle this situation and... It's one of those things where after they handled that last, you know, after they handled Blitz Chung so poorly, I think no matter what they did with this, there's going to be some people upset. And they, it's understandable. They have a right to be upset. But I think overall, I'm glad they did something. I want to see more. And... I'm hoping there is going to be more, but I think that the fact that they at least did this is a good start. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that that they did something. I'm glad they have addressed this before, and they have made state, statements and steps to uh, address uh, as best they can this issue, um, and. Yeah, what they did before does not get invalidated by this, nor does this get invalidated by what they did before. They are unconnected situations, and I mean, I, I'm i just happy they were willing to do something. Because, yeah, a lot of companies, all they were willing to do was a statement. Um, words are easy. Um, money is not as easy. So, hopefully, folks will start to relax a little bit about uh, about this situation and accept that Blizzard did what they could and um, applaud them for what they did in this situation while, yes, still criticizing for the other stuff. Yeah, like it, it's, hard, it's hard to be able to sit here and say for sure that this is not... Just a big publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. You know, they're fully aware that they could use some good publicity after what happened. But it's still good that they did something. Even if it is just a PR stunt, you do know there are some people at that company who do stand behind this, who do support this. It's not just a PR stunt. They actually mean it. And... It's still, even if it is just a PR stunt, it's still better that it is something rather than nothing. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to our next topic, shall we? 
Yes, we should. That's my topic. So we have gotten a preview for Maldraxxus, which is really exciting. Obviously, we're not going to go into spoilers, but what I will tell you from this blue post is within war-torn Maldraxxus, might of all kinds makes right. Here, in the birthplace of necromatic magic, those who master the powers of death turn legions of ambitious souls into relentless immortal armies. And there's a lot of infighting going on and things won't go into too much detail, but we do with this preview get to see some screenshots, some bits of the zones. There's a lot of very large, you know, Zangermarsh type mushrooms, but, you know, rotted and stuff. Kind of Plaguelands looking. You know, it reminds me of that a lot. We get to see a lot of the architecture, which is very, you know, bone related, which makes sense, but it's kind of cool. We get to see some of the baddies, such as abominations, uh, these things called gladiators, some liches. That's kind of a given. One of my personal favorites, Plague House Remnants, which are like these goo people, but they have bones. They're like they're like slime, slime guys, but they have bones. I don't know. They just really intrigue me for some reason. <laughs> and there's the soul rotted flesh, which is kind of like an abomination. And then the Aranac, which, you know, is more spider-like, you know, like Nerubian kind of like. Um, so it's pretty cool to kind of get an idea of what we're going to be seeing there. And we also got some information on the Covenant for the Necrolords. Their main signature ability that whoever, like every single class that aligns with them will get, will get is called Fleshcraft. You form a shield of flesh and bone that prevents damage equal to a portion of your maximum health. Standing near the corpse of a defeated enemy when the ability is cast will create a larger shield. So that's pretty nifty. And of course, we all get to find out more about soul bindings and covenant spells for classes and stuff. And we get to see some armor. So it's kind of nice to have an idea of what's going on. We got a dungeon called Plaguefall, which intrigues me because dungeons. And it's just nice to get more of a zone and more idea of what's going on. I think I was watching Manny's stream on the weekend and he was running that dungeon. Yeah, I know. One of the mo- one of the mobs looked like one of the one of the slime things with skeletons in them. That was Globgrog. Okay. That's the best name ever. It was weird. We have adventure guides, people. We have adventure guides. That's exciting. Uh, this is another zone where I like I, I every zone has hit something for me that just I dig I really dig that whole aesthetic like the bastion had the very greek inspired thing uh revendreth had the gothy thing um and arnwheel had the nature vibe going for it and it was a different kind of nature vibe than what we're accustomed to different but okay it was a different take on something that we've grown used to over the past 15 years and and meldrax is, is it's got all the gross, weird stuff that I just love. <laughs> that soul-rotted flesh thing. Oh, I love it so much. And the leather armor. Like, what... Like, first of all, it's, it's it's got... It's asymmetrical, which I always dig. But one of the shoulders is just, like... Looks like a claw attached to the shoulder pad with some slime. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I love it so much. Give it all to me, and and conveniently they they made the plate wear a draenei, so I know exactly what to expect. <laughs> but I thought you were going to race change. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if I find if I if I find a race that I'm that I that I actually really really like, then yeah. Like, because honestly, one of the big sticking points for me for my Draenei is boots never look good. Yeah, I get to with that with my Worgen too. Yeah. 
I have one set. I have one pair of boots that looks good, and that's the set that I'm currently wearing because it's not cut off at the hooves. It's an actual full boot, and it looks really cool. Unfortunately for this one, it looks like we got more of the cut off at the hoof thing. So, eh. But that that leather set. Oh, I can't get over how much I love that that leather set. <laughs> Unfortunately, the leather the leather wearing characters I have, like, not a good look for them because it's a it's a monk, and yeah, a druid. Yeah, I, I guess I could level up a rogue, but even then, like that doesn't quite fit with a rogue. Yeah, it's not very rogue looking. That's tr that's true. Maybe demon hunter. And even that's kind of... So here's the problem here. I'm thinking about all the leather-wearing classes, and I can't think of any leather-wearing class that this set would look good in. But yeah. it, it, it's still an awesome-looking set. Oh, man, choices are hard. Like, out of all the sets they've show, showcased here, the leather one is easily my favorite, but I can't think of anything that would actually wear it. All I know is that I want... A little mini version of the Plague House Remnant. The little goo bone slime dudes. I want a little one as a pet. And I want to like follow me around and like leave like a trail of slime and have his bones being like all awkward and like jiggling inside there. Cause it looks like that's what it should do. Just kind of jiggle around. Kind of like what was the Argent Page Lone Combat pet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Do that. Have, give him a little flag and everything. <laughs> do it blizz I just want to see the bones jiggle around inside the goo it just it looks like it should be doing that yeah <laughs> what, what mm. I'm liking about all these NPCs is that we got we've got three very familiar NPC types in the abominations the liches and the Aranax. Like we know what an abomination is. We know what the liches are. The Aranex are obviously derived from like the Nerubians and stuff like that. Yep. So it's three very familiar things, but it's a completely different take on them. That lich model looks fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty great. Like uh, when I picture, like before I started playing Warcraft, when I pictured a lich, like that was pretty much my idea of a lich. So yay for that. And the abominations, I don't, I don't there's. Looks like it's made up of demon parts and stuff, too. Mm, give it to me. What do you think of this, um, Medros? I'm looking forward to it, because then I'll kill everything really fast, because I'm a paladin. <laughs> and do really good against undead and demons. So, yeah. Awesome. Also, yeah, that set, that does not look good on a druid at all. <laughs> like, no. Like, that is, that is one wrong druid who took a really bad path in life, and Somehow ended up here instead of Ardenweald. I, wrong. I, 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 I love that set so much, but literally none of the leather, none, none of the leather wearing classes, it doesn't fit with any of them. Unless there's some kind of head cannon that makes it work for someone. You never know. Yeah, I guess so. Things happen. I guess if you go rogue instead of being the sneaky around rogue, you can be like the pirate rogue. And then you're an undead pirate rogue. Okay. That's kind of cool. I talked myself I into can, it. And I can, I, can, I can see it for demon hunters. I feel like, again, it might be kind of a little headcanon based, but I can see it potentially for demon hunters. Yeah. Like, demon hunters is the closest I can get for that set. Yeah. Unless, you know, I, 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 I headcanon weird undead but not forsaken pirate rogue. I support your undead and forsaken pirate rogue thing. I'll have to level up a rogue now. <laughs> well, speaking of druids and leather and how they look, we got some druid news. Yep. So we talked a bit last week about uh, potentially uh, uh, druids being able to customize their shapeshifted appearances. We weren't sure how to do that, but we know how we're going to be able to do it. In Shadowlands, Blizzard has announced earlier this week that if you want to change your shapeshift appearance, all you got to do is go to the barbershop. 
get the riskiest haircut for that barber that they have ever done. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine you're, you know, barber, the barber in the store win, right? You're just hanging out, doing your haircuts like normal, and this druid walks in. He's like, "I, I wanna, I wanna change it up. I'm starting this new path in life, and you know, new look, new me, kind of thing." Maybe they got out of a bad breakup or something. And, like, I want I, wa- I want a new look. And they shapeshift into a bear. And they're like, okay, let's get, let's get, let's get some, let's get some dye going. Maybe put some, put some fancy markings here. I need something new. So that's basically how you're going to, at least one of the ways how you're going to be able to change your bear and cat form and other forms. You can also update your travel and your travel forms, uh, in the barbershop as well. But you can't go into travel form in the barbershop. Okay. Obviously, I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Um, There's probably some UI option or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, I, I also question... Uh, I'm thinking specifically of, of the of the Stormwind barbershop in my head right now. Uh, what are a lot of buildings in that area of Stormwind made of? Stone? And... Wood, and they're investigating the possibility of doing fire kitty as an option. I think fire kitty in a wood-based building is probably a bad idea. Fire kitty can control the fire; it's okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings up another interesting thing with the with the Shadowlands uh, uh, shape shifting appearance thing. Uh, we'll be able to pick some of the. Uh, some of the different forms that we may have unlocked via artifact weapons or or uh, other things that would have altered those appearances. Um, so anything that's... Any, any existing glyph right now that affects your forms, like the travel forms, though that's augmented by, a different, by different glyphs. Um, they're going to be a one-time use thing going forward. So basically, if you want to change it to the Orca, okay, you, you, you get that glyph, and it's a one-time use, and, and using that item unlocks the customization for you in the barbershop. So that's how those things are going to be handled anyway. As for the artifact weapons and the... I forget what gives you fire, Kitty. Is it a staff? Staff, and there's also a item you can consume that makes you into a fire, Kitty. Right, yeah. So, um... I don't know how those will be handled yet, and I don't believe they've said so. No, they haven't. No, they, not yet. They, they, they address specifically the travel form and the different lift appearances. So you don't need to switch the list anymore. You just use it once, and you'll unlock it at the barbershop. So anyway, that that is one of the things that druids have to look forward to in Shadowlands. So no more... No more having to transmog your weapon because you want your glowy green bear form back. It'll yeah, I know a lot of druids who are no a lot of druids who are really happy about this. I know one druid who's especially going to love it because <laughs> because she she likes using the green bear form because it makes her real easy to see in raid. And whenever she's not in that form, people just lose track of her. People mess up. It's bad. Like, the raid just goes south very quickly if she's not in green. Like, one time the shaman, like, swapped her or something. And so she was a dinosaur in- or the raptor instead. And, like, everyone died. Well, well remember, it was, it was, that happened earlier. Like, la- that happened last week. Remember, Sarah was looking for a green bear, but because she used the transmorpher toy, yeah. she wasn't a bear anymore. <laughs> it did not go well. No, no, that that the okay, let's be real. The entire second night of raid didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, we were all kind of burnt out after that. Episode. This sounds like a raid fail, not a blizzard fail. Oh no, yeah, it is absolutely a oh, it yeah. is absolutely a raid okay. fail. We're just we're just glad that that blizzard is giving us a tool to make that raid fail less likely to happen because our druid happened to get a new weapon. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure you're not going to be reading a lot between now and the end of the expansion. Um, at least we're, we're going to be... I, th- I think we're, we're still going to be doing it at least on the Wednesdays so that we can get anyone who didn't get AOTC their AOTC. 
And we're talking about doing Baldazar Laura Mythic so we can try for the mounts. And I think they mentioned some achievements and stuff. Yep. Plenty of stuff to do. And worst case scenario, we don't raid, we don't do anything. I'm just going to play the alpha. Or, or, or look at some of my other neglected characters. I think by play the alpha, you mean go to Torghast over and over and over again. Hey, hey, hey. I, I did not play Torghast at all this past week. So, meh. So, are you denying this as a, as a likely situation? I mean, no. I'd be dumb. I'd be <laughs> okay. dumb to deny that. We. I mean, I, just clarify. We know my track record when it comes to attempting to do stuff in Shadowlands Alpha. I log in with the mindset of doing something else, like, oh, look, the tour guest, the tour guest NPC. I'm just gonna go. Oh well, it's been four hours, and I've all I've done is tour guest. It's time to go to bed. Anyway, back to the back to the, um, the Druid thing. Man, one day I'll Actually, go to tour guest someday. One day, one day, I'll do that one day. I'm tweeting it after the show now. <laughs> but yeah, Druids, got something to look forward to. Yay for that. Woo! Uh, but, while Classic people, we haven't talked about while Classic in a little bit, but there is something I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to. And it might not even be while Classic people. Some people from retail might enjoy some of this news and what it may bring to us. Yes, so the long-awaited AQ opening event is not happening yet. We don't have a date, but we do have some PTR testing. Because you see, back in the days of vanilla, when the AQ opening event happened, and everyone gathered, and they were so excited, and just so many people there... Both Most people didn't get to experience it because it crashed. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what they're going to be doing, because they don't want that to happen again, obviously. So they're going to be doing a very specific stress test on Thursday, June 18th on PTR. So everyone can join. It's happening at 3 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Sorry, let's try that again. 3 p.m. Pacific or 6 p.m. Eastern. And basically they want a full realm, just a completely full realm of testers waiting to get into the realm. So that way they can kind of judge total realm capacity and see what that would look like. And then they'll... Next, they want to test managing the number of players they can have in Silithus. And so they're going to let people, you know, copy over like a level 60 character and, or maybe even create one. And they're going to just ask people to just try to get to Silithus. Just everyone go even, so low level characters can still log in, but you can't bring low level characters to Silithus during this time. Apparently they want everyone to be level 60. And they're trying to encourage people that if you don't make it into Silithus, I can say Silithus. They're trying it's to ask a hard people. One to say. It really is, especially if you're just like on the go. It just, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> if you can't make it into Silithus, they're asking people to keep trying because they really want to test that zone capacity, and they just basically want to optimize this whole event. That's good. It's good that they're testing this. I think, you know, they're, they're knowing that there's going to be lag. It's not going to be super smooth. You know, they talked about what they're going to do with, you know, layering or not layering. They talked about how experiences are going to change depending on what type of computer you have. They can't control that. But they're, you know, looking at making some sacrifices such as uh, buff and debuff updates, player movement general server to client communications and spells, you know, just like what they can do to make this a smooth experience for as many people that want to be there for the opening event. I know for me, when Classic was announced, this was one of the things I was hoping to be a part of was the AQ opening event since I didn't start playing until BC. My character is like 30, 
31. So I don't know if that's going to happen in time. But I think it's great that they're trying to make this a, a smooth experience for as many people as possible. So get in there, crash their realms, and help them test things. I, for one, am looking forward to the not bad quality streams that will come from this. Because I tried to watch videos of the original AQ opening, and it's... Let's say the quality has gotten a lot better since 2006. <laughs> yes. I mean, even this Blue Post mentions that, you know, they've made big improvements in their hardware and software and data through throughput. And just, it's still, with that many people packed in, like, they still need to test it because it was so bad last time. I find it funny that random teleportation is... Um... Not only expected, but a preferable thing compared to the alternative. <laughs> I I was there. I was there when it happened on my server. Did your server crash? And it took about two hours for the gates to finally open, and most people were offline at the time, simply because they had tried to time it. So, like, okay, get ready. We're gonna do it this time. And then they'd be called off, you know, two minutes before because, oh, but we got disconnected. Let's try to get the back. And that went on over and over and over. Uh, and it was just, it was terrible. Um, I, I was not there when it opened. Um, I, I logged back on at one point and just all of a sudden there was just massive creatures attacking us. And I'm like, um, what happened? <laughs> Uh, something happened below us. Oh, they, they did happen. Okay. We're, we're, we're doing this. Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, it was an experience. I can imagine. Uh, I do not look forward to seeing it again. And yes, Toasty, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised if there's any streamers back, uh, like, streaming was a thing back then, or if it was, it was just really bad. Um, well, it's I'm YouTube sure videos. Would be better. What was that, sorry? Oh, I was just saying, like, you know, there was, there's YouTube videos and stuff like this. There's a lot of YouTube videos for it from back then. Yeah. So even though it might it might still be a laggy mess, don't get me wrong, I'm still kind of expecting that, but at least this laggy mess will be in 1080p. <laughs> <laughs> and it will actually still be going as opposed to straight up crashing, or at least that's the goal. Yeah. I, I'm very curious to see what the reports of this event end up being. Let's put it that way. Yes. And that's happening. Uh, well, actually, by the time downloaders hear this, it'll have already happened. Very likely. June 18th, that would be... Yeah, uh, yeah Three probably. days on Thursday. I'll be releasing it uh, probably about three to four hours after they've already experienced this. So, hope you had fun, guys. <laughs> time to clear some time on the 18th, I think. Maybe I'll take that. Be 5 p.m. Off. our time. Oh, I won't need to take time off then. Sweet. I'm just going to yeah. create a character and show up late for raid. <laughs> take screenshots. I, I, I report back. I, I, it was going for an hour. You, you don't start raid until 7 o'clock our time. You're fine. An hour, assuming things go well. Well, they said the testing is going to take because we're going for an hour. That's all I say. All right. I, I, I know when you raid on Wednesdays because I'm still recording and you're posting that you're going live. So accurate. I don't, I'm not even posting it. It's me six that's doing the posting for me. I I understand that. Just yeah, I, I'm like literally. I'm not done for four minutes, and you couldn't wait. That couldn't wait for four more minutes. I start. I, I I start my stream ten minutes before rain. All right, then. What I do. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's move along, shall we? Yeah. To our second sponsor, because that's it for the news this week. Uh, yeah. So our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. And today we're going to conclude our look at the Harry Potter series with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Let's have a listen. The Dark Lord Ascending The two men appeared out of nowhere a few yards apart in the narrow, moonlit lane. 
For a second, they stood quite still, wands directed at each other's chests. Then, recognizing each other, they stowed their wands beneath their cloaks and started walking briskly in the same direction. News? asked the taller of the two. The best, replied Severus Snape. The lane was bordered on the left by wild, low-growing brambles, on the right by a high, neatly manicured hedge. The men's long cloaks flapped around their ankles as they marched. Thought I might be late, said Yaxley, his blunt features sliding in and out of sight as the branches of overhanging trees broke the moonlight. It was a little trickier than I expected, but I hope he will be satisfied. You sound confident that your reception will be good. Snape nodded, but did not elaborate. So once again, that was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, written by J.K. Rowling and narrated by Jim Dale. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So our question of the week last week aged just as poorly as our previous question of the week. Of the three released Channel End Zones, which is your favorite in terms of appearance and why is it Ardenweald? Uh, WikiBH says Revendreth, but the Maldrax's info that just dropped is super interesting. Frasley says, you've misspelled Revendreth, but I'll be, but I'll forgive you on that. And Manny says, man, it feels like the instant you guys post a question of the week, Blizzard does something to make it age poorly. I'm really hyped for Maldraxxus. The fighting houses, it seems so interesting. I'm looking forward to meeting all the Domina house leaders are watching them fight to ascend to the toss bot. I think there's some mispronounced... That's not even that sense. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, uh, sounds pretty cool. So our question of the week shouldn't age poorly anymore? Because all the zones outside of the Ma are... Oh, now that I said it. Good job. You just jinxed <laughs> us. Gosh, Toasty. Okay. Well, now that all four of the leveling zones are on Alpha and Previewed, which do you think you'll enjoy more and why? And I'm going to have a hard time with this one, honestly. The Ardenweald stories look super interesting. Um, the political like the, the quasi political stuff from the Meldraxxus thing, you know, with the with the with the infighting and all that sounds really cool too. Uh, obviously Revendreth has a has a spot in my heart because of the goth thing. Wait, you like goth people? Yeah. Um, like, like honestly of the four, those three are in my top running. Like I like Bastion, but not as much as I like these other three zones. What about you guys? I have a hard time choosing because there is something about each covenant end zone that I am intrigued by and I want to know more. I want to experience. I want to do. I'm really grateful that they're having us go through all four and witness their storylines before we actually pick one. So that will help. But as of now, as I sit here and think about all four, I can see each of my different tunes in different ones, and I just am super excited to experience all of them, so I don't want to pick just one. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, I feel I will definitely enjoy Bastion more, and I'll probably have number two for me, Ardenweald. Uh, those two look like the nicest zones, ones I'll enjoy the most. Uh, the others just like look like demons and undead, and that's just for killing time. All right, well... Look forward to hearing everybody else's answers. It should be good. There should, should be some good ones here. So why why again was it the the answer was definitely Ardenweald? I forget the answer why that was. Because Ardenweald was so pretty. It's just it's just a pretty looking zone. And last week was all about the aesthetic, and I wrote it. and And at the time, Ardenweald was definitely definitely my favorite based on us based on the look. So, I'm curious what you guys think of this. So, we were supposed to have the Shadowland event reveal thingy majigger on the 9th. Instead, we got the Maldraxxus info. Do you feel like that was what they were going to reveal? Or was it, 
here's Meldraxis, and here's a release date. I feel like it would have been a Meldraxis reveal, a tease of some of the stuff we can see in the Maw, and a release date. I was pretty sure there's going to be some kind of profession talk in there because we're starting to see a little bit of what they're going to do for the different professions, you know, such as being able to actually pick your stats and add, you know, more reagents to a certain, you know, piece to make it better or whatever, you know. We're starting to see a little bit of trickling from the professions. So that tells me they're on the verge of being ready to tell us. And I was pretty sure they were going to do a whole section on professions. Uh, I feel like it would have been uh, our, our, our Maldraxxus previews up now, and here's a release date. With probably some questions from some, some pre curated questions from influencers and stuff. Uh, that's just a guess. And the big thing would have been the news of the release date, which I hope we'll see announced soon. Because that'd be good. Did you think? Yes. Yes. It'll help I like me to when I'm it, getting this game. Yeah, it'll help me to plan out using some of that vacation time that I have saved up. Yeah. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm curious if they'll also announce the collector's edition. Yeah, I kind of want to see that because I can't pre-order it until they announce it. Exactly. EB Games will not take pre-orders until they've announced it, and they just don't want to announce it. And it's annoying me because I'll be sad if I do not have another box up there by by the end of the year. Yep. As of right now, I'm only missing the one box, and that's the vanilla box. Yeah, I was very happy to get my. My uh, Burning Crusade wanted to film in the collection, though. So, but time will tell, right? Yep. All right. I think that is going to be about it for our show. I don't think of anything else we talk need to talk about. So, I guess shoutouts. Uh, we'll start with Allie. I want to do a shout out to everyone who submitted a boss for my second anniversary show of Dungeon Fables. All, all seven of you. It was pretty great. One of you were in chat now. Hi, Manny. But uh, yeah, it made this special. It made the episode pretty special. And I am grateful that people took the time. Yeah, thanks, Manny, for killing me and Toasty. And Presley. <laughs> like, to be fair, me dead is a pretty normal state of me being in Raid. Yeah, but I, I don't feel like you were dead as a hero who would face... Uh, what, was the, what was the character? What was your name again? Disciple of something or other. Disciple of forever. And what was your what was your death line? Don't you you forgot to look up or something? You should have looked up. Yeah, that's you. That's definitely <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Toasty. How about you? Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to everybody in the Phalanx of Nod raid team. We we freaking did it, guys and gals, and yeah, bud, non, and non-binary pals. Uh, it was it was fantastic. I had so much fun with it, and the nerd screams were were amazing. <laughs> I'll be honest. If I thought you guys were gonna actually succeed that night, I would have been there. So he didn't think we'd succeed. He didn't believe no. in us, Toasty. Didn't believe in us. We we had a three percent wipe the week before. <laughs> yeah, and and I've seen guilds that go from a three percent wipe to a like forty percent wipe. I mean, oh, that, that was... happened that night, too. Yeah, we that was the next night. poll. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I, I congratulations again to, to, your, to your guild there, Toasty, and, and to Ali for, for being there as well. Thanks. Uh, my shout-out uh, is actually going to be to Manny for uh, some very welcome help that he's given me this week uh, with, some, with some advice and, and such that uh, I was truly in need of, so... Uh, thank you, Manny. Uh, one of these days, one of these days we'll get you talking on this podcast. One day. One day soon. That'd be good. Yeah. I support this. Actually, if somebody hasn't suggested Frasley, I, that, that was kind of the person I was thinking of, actually. But next time. Next time Ali decides she needs a break. So really, you just don't want me to have contact with any of the guest hosts. You're just gonna... Uh, it could be me that's leaving next time. Or Toasty. Toasty be sick or something. <laughs> <laughs> or he's on vacation and just doesn't want to do a show. There's lots of reasons you could be here, Allie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that is going to wrap us up. So let's do our outro.
If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Allie's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of an announcement. Probably an announcement. I'm sure it'll be an announcement. Rip the PTR servers. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.